Warning, MF Uncensored contains adult language and discussion. Listener discretion is advised. We're a couple of misfits. We're a couple of misfits. What's the matter with misfits? That's where we fit in. We're not happy and dilly. Don't go around willy-nilly. Seems to us kind of silly. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to MF Uncensored. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcast. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but some of our other shows, like the Multiverse Fancast and Cinematic Adventures. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me in the studio today is Sean. Sean, how are you today? I'm sore, Paul. How are you? Is your sore? I'm sore. Does your back hurt? Back hurts, legs hurt, arms hurt. Oh, according to the pain in my knee, we're going to get rain soon. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where oh, we're at. Geez. And uh, that's going to lead us into today's topic. So we 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 here at the Misfit Faction, we are not spring chickens anymore. Even though Sean and I have known each other since we were baby chickens almost at this point, we have uh, our bodies change, unfortunately. It's funny because you go through puberty in your teenage years, but nobody warns you about suddenly everything hurts. Everything hurts. Like at some point in your existence... Your light switch flips and everything changes. And it's it's unpredictable. It's different for everyone. And here we are in our mid-30s. Mid, don't you dare say late 30s. I'll punch you in the face. I didn't say anything. You did that in the last episode where we're closer to 40. Yes, I said I close. I didn't say... Well, well we, are close. Close, we are closer to 40 than we are to 30. That's very true. It's so depressing. But as mid-30-ish year olds, we also... 30-ish year olds... We're young. We're still young. We're still doing okay. <laughs> we find ourselves in a very unique situation in our world where we're not we're not boomers. We're not uh, Gen Zers. We're not doing TikToks and we're not paying four dollars a month for our mortgage. We are the dreaded, the millennial. Oh God. stupid millennials, as we like to say. I used to say that so much and then I realized that I was a millennial. I was like, damn it. We're that generation that grew up as the technology grew up. Right, so that's the best way to describe what a millennial is. Yeah. We grew up having to rewind the VCR, but also or rewind the tape in the VCR, but also DVD or Blu-ray. Like, what's what was it? Blu-ray or Blu-ray or HD? HD, and it came down to Blu-ray because of porn and video games. Well, because of the PS3. Yeah, that was the deciding factors: porn and video games. Well, it was the deciding factor that you could play a Blu-ray on a PS3. Anyway, porn and video games. So we wanted to do an episode where we kind of talk about what it's like to be in this age bracket and what are some of the challenges that we face. So if you're not in your mid-30s, this may not relate to you a thousand percent, but if you are of the younger variety, it might help you understand why some of those people that you think are really old aren't that old and we're actually really hip. Just kidding. My hip actually hurts. That's what the script said. Sorry. But so here we are. And the first thing that, you know, Sean and I were talking about this actually off air and that inspired me to even do this more. The socioeconomic situation of being in your 30s. Now, what does that mean? It means we can't afford shit. No, that means we're going to die poor. Like, it is a wild time <laughs> to be in your 30s and look at past generations in their 30s. Mm-hmm. When, let's say, 1980, yeah. you know, t- about... Our parents. Our parents' age, you know, 10 years before we were born, we'll say. So, like, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. You could be in a dynamic household of... A parent, a parent, and two kids, let's say. The the traditional nuclear family, as it used to be called. You know, mom, dad, son, daughter. That's how it used to be considered. Now it's whatever it is. I'm fine with it. Family's family. Have fun. But it used to be a point where you can have one person in that household making working full-time. Income, yeah. And you were good to not only 
have a house, own a house, but you were also, you had spending money. It was a wild time wild. where the economics of the, of the world, especially of the United States, just dictated that. Now, Sean is currently, I don't want to share too much about your life, but you just got a new apartment. Mm-hmm. And what was, what was that process like? Well, process was quick because we, my girlfriend and I are, you know, circumstances happen in the place we're living in, mm-hmm. we're living in currently and we needed to move out. And, you know, we are going from a situation where we were not paying a lot of rent to a situation where now we're both going to be selling out over $1,500 a month. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you think about it and you're like, do we just buy a house? Well, you can if you never want to, you know, put food on the table again. Like eating's overrated. Eating's overrated. Like it's it's scary. It really is. Well, it's we, paycheck to paycheck. And that's the thing. Our previous generations were able to create nest eggs and create savings and all these things. And I was raised with a checking and a savings account. And I you put a little a checking account. Put a, yeah, very put, very little savings. Yeah, you put a little in your savings. And but like nowadays. Here's a perfect example. We had to get a new water heater mm-hmm. in, in our house. So my wife and I have a lovely townhouse that we've put a lot of work into, and it's it's perfect for us right now, us and the cat. And so we had to get a new water heater. And I remember calling my mom and talking to her about it. She's like, well, that's why you need to have a, like a nest egg. I was like, I don't have money to put aside for a nest egg. Yeah. You know, you go grocery shopping for just the two of us, for just me and Melanie, well, we're looking like 150, 200 bucks sometimes. Yeah. Like, and we're not getting that much stuff. No, it's, it's, I just went to the grocery store, you know, the other day just to like fill our new apartment. I'm like, we got to go get the basic essentials. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we go to Trader Joe's, shell out a hundred bucks there. And then I go to the regular, do a stop and shop the next day. And I'm shelling out like another 80 bucks there. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to go right back, you know, in, in less than two weeks. It's wild. I remember when I was young going to like the grocery store with mom or dad or whoever it was. And they'd spend like 300 bucks. And I'd be like, oh my God, that's so much money for a family of like five. Yeah. Like thinking about that now, like it's scary to even think about having kids at this point as much as we want them. Like it's just, it's expensive. Everything's expensive. No, it is. And, and, you know, so like, you know, we're looking around, we're looking around and, you know, compared to where we both work, we didn't want to move too farther away from our, both our respective jobs because, you know, commute, gas, it's, you know, it adds up. So, you know, anything down county, I mean, it was, I mean, it was like $3,000 or more mm-hmm. for a one-bedroom apartment where parking was a possibility of not being a given. It might have been street parking. Oh. No washer and dryer in the apartment, you know, wouldn't allow a, wouldn't allow a pet. And we're just like, how do you afford this? And, and you yeah. know, and then we'd find every now and then you'd find these these things for like cheap, like you know, like two thousand dollars, and you're like, and you delve a little deeper, and you know, it's not furnished or it's you know a plot of land or you know a like, plot of land, and and and, <laughs> and and you know, so we ended up we're, we're, we 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 went a little farther away, you know, but it's not too bad, and. <laughs> You know, we've moved to the great state of Connecticut, and we found a two-bedroom, a two-bathroom, but it's still a lot of money. Right. I mean, it's, it's you know, we're talking to the leasing agent, and she's just like, yeah, I get it. It's really crazy out there. And I'm like, yeah. Well, the housing market alone. So we got very lucky in that we got our house right before the pandemic. Like, mm-hmm. literally, we got it 
as we were making jokes about this new coronavirus, mm. like in that November, we managed to get our house and get a nice three percent mortgage. Now, oh my God, to get to get a mortgage, like you're paying so much money for just your mortgage, mm-hmm. like to the point where it's it's wild that people even survive. Yeah. That m- more people are renting now than they're actually because when you own a house, everything. More and more, you're spending more money on other things, right? Like, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's you at least with renting, there are certain things you're not responsible responsible for. for. Right. So that's the one benefit there. So like, you know, with owning a home, you got to deal with you know mowing the lawn, shoveling the snow, you know, fixing the roof, mm-hmm. making sure all that stuff. With renting, you know, it's the landlord's you know job to take care of that. Hopefully, you have a landlord that you know. It's good with stuff like that. Yeah. We luckily live in a complex, so as you do, mm-hmm. you know, it's we don't have to take care of certain things. Now it's obviously included in our rent, but it's a it's a added plus off of our, you know, stress level where it's like, oh, okay, I don't have to shovel. Oh, I don't have to do this. I don't have to rake leaves. I don't have to do this. So it helps, but you know, it's still like yeah, I was really excited about not having to shovel, but at our complex, we still have to shovel a little bit. And a I was little like, bit, but it's not like... Move the cars and all that stuff. So when when the, when the you moved out, so we used to share a house, and you know Paul moved out once, obviously, him and Melanie got engaged, and you know the pandemic hit, and that's when the housing market just blew up. Like, everybody was moving from the city... To the suburbs. Oh, everybody was running. So the, the you know the guy who owned our house, you know, came to us and was like, "Guys, I I, I got to sell the house. Like this is I, I can't pass this up." Like, no, no. You know, and we he, were he, like, "We get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where the hell are we going?" Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was I was freaking out because I was like, I don't know where the hell I'm gonna live because mm-hmm. I was like, I, I can't afford half of this crap. So, yeah. you know, that was the scary part. But it's 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 just it's. I don't know, and and I don't see it getting any better out there. Yeah, and I hate talking to previous generations with it. Like you talk to you, like <clears throat> anybody, like our our parents, our you know older family. Well, what did you expect? Like you know when we did, like stop. Your mortgage was fourteen dollars a month. <laughs> like I I can't, I hate talking to the older generation mm-hmm. about mostly about housing problems. Yeah. Like I get you know oh you own a house you were expected like. The heater breaks, the dishwasher needs replacing, painting, yeah. the, like that stuff I get. And, you know, I understand that. But you get to uh, like, well, it's so expensive. They're like, well, why don't you just use your savings? I'm like, what savings? We can't. It's. But, I, I work full time. Yeah. I, I do overtime. I do all these things. And there are some guys at my job that they'll they'll devote their entire lives to the job. And suddenly they're making, you know, 200 plus a year, which is great. But at the same time, we're living in this generation where working 40 hours a week is not enough. No. And th- that's going to lead into one of our other topics. But for me, it's like, what's more valuable? My my money, my time, my my livelihood, my my sanity, mm-hmm. spending time with my wife, you know, just relaxing for a little bit. So it's, we live in a very different... I'm, 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 I mean, you obviously are in a, in a much higher, you know, job than I am. But with my job, it, they expect you to work at least 50 hours a week. Mm-hmm. They give you overtime, but it's not regular overtime. It's like BS overtime. It's like, you know, I don't know what they call it. They call it Chinese overtime. Like, it's it's not, I'm not making time and a half. Mm-hmm. It's just like an extra couple bucks. Like, you have to hit 50 to 55 hours a week to truly hit your actual pay. Right. And I'm like, so you're, you're what's the word I'm looking for? You're penalizing me because I work fast? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 
It makes total we, sense. We live in a world where also being good at your job and doing like really means well. Nothing. It means nothing. Nothing. I, I am a very firm believer. And here's the bar. Set it mediocre. And uh, every once in a while, I'll jump over it. And then other times, just go right oh, underneath I, it. I try to stay at the bar. Maybe yep. a tick lower than that. I just It's like when uh, you limboed and you grab the bar and swing under. That, that was me. That's still, <laughs> that's still me. You don't know where I'm going to go. But then for us... We live in an also another fun generation of digital revolution and connectivity. Well, uh, oh, going quick, back. Yeah. Sorry, real it, quick back on, you know, you and me were talking before off air and, and you know, obviously the idea of buying a house came up for me and my girlfriend and we're just like, we're, we're, we're contemplating it and like, I, I can't afford this. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, once we buy the house and start paying, the mortgage is basically paying rent, but it's that. Twenty thousand dollars down. Right. Do you have? And I, oh, I'm looking at my girlfriend. I'm like, do you have ten thousand dollars that you're willing to just give away? Mm-hmm. I, I do, but I don't want to. I've only got a certain amount of money to my name. Like, I can't. It's going to take us like six, seven years to even make that up, if we even do. Right. Because you know, could we find better jobs that pay better? Yeah, it's possible, but it's not likely. Hmm. I, it's crazy to me. Like, I, I and and. People are bitching about inflation and all that stuff. I said, it's not, it, it, it's there because people are willing to pay it. Like, yeah. it's 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 that's what's the problem. Like, someone did it first. Now all the other companies are going like, well, why should I not make an extra profit here? I'm going to raise my prices. And yeah, I just paid four dollars a gallon for gas. Yeah. So they need to just stop calling it inflation and just be like, this is how it is now. This is life. Yeah, it's not going to go down. No. Like, I'm patiently waiting for the housing market to crash. Like. At this point, the only problem is I won't have enough money to afford something to buy and keep this. Because, like, the goal with our townhouse is to maybe rent it out one day and then mm-hmm. keep it. But for me, it's like, how am I going to afford to buy? Like, when the pandemic hit, the townhouse across from us sold for like three times what it was originally bought for. Yeah. But then you have to take that money, you have to try and buy something, and it was almost impossible. Trying to find something. Well, that was a lot of you you heard stories of a lot of people selling their homes for killings. For they were making this crazy amount of money, but then they were like turning around going like, Well, we got nowhere to go because yeah. we're just gonna give up all this money to go live somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple people that had multiple properties before the pandemic, so they were like, pick one. Where do you want to live? We'll sell this one and we'll make a killing. Yeah. You know, that's what it was. Yeah. You know, it really like, only... our, like our landlord you know, of our, the house we shared. Yeah, he yeah. had multiple houses. He saw what the situation was and he's like, all right then. You know? Yeah, you're you know? smart. Very smart. Yeah. We'll never, we'll never hold it against him. He was great to us. No, absolutely. But then for us, like we also live in this crazy wor- world of digital revolution. What, when you think technology and you think us, what like... What are your thoughts? God, it's been, I mean, from my earliest memory, you know, it's probably the gaming, the gaming consoles, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the DVD player, you know, was big. Watching TVs exponentially grow bigger and bigger and bigger. And cheaper, finally. Well, that too. I mean, it's, I, I, I joke with my, I joke with my parents, I'm like, I'm like, I think I'm going to get a new TV. And they're like, why? I'm like, because you can. It's very different. Like, TVs used to be super ridiculously Crazy expensive. Amount of price, you know, and because the problem is now the technology you can put inside a TV is what makes it expensive. Yeah. So, we have in my basement, we have the TV that you and I and Ronnie used to share. And, you know, it's a digital TV, so I don't need to plug it into the cable. It hooks up to the internet. I can watch Netflix. I can watch all my streamings on it, like, right from the TV. It's awesome. And it's also just fantastic quality. Mm. It was like a $400 TV. Yeah, something like that. Like nothing. It was it was pennies. Yeah. When the pandemic after the pandemic hit and I got a sixty five inch flat screen TV for five hundred. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll pay that off in a couple of weeks. It'll be good. Yeah, it's like it's not it's not like it used to be. No. So for television, especially, <clears throat> like you know, we talk about changing technology. You talk about our streamings. We've we've talked. If you want to hear more about us in streaming, go check out Cinematic Adventures because we did. A, I think we did a whole I episode. Think we did a whole episode on the whole streaming world. Yeah, and for us, like that sort of technology has constantly been evolving. Video games, television, but also the way that we interact with each other. Social social norms are totally different than when we were younger. Like, mm-hmm. I hate to be like, back in my day, we used to go outside and play. We did. We did. We were the last generation to do that. Yeah, we were the last generation to ride our bikes and do all that stuff and come in when the, the sun was going down and the streetlights were coming on. Like, I mean, there's there are kids that still do it. There yeah, are, yeah, you yeah. know, that that is still a thing, but mm-hmm. it is... Mm, it's it's, it's so it's, weird. It's becoming a lost art. Yeah, like everybody, and we're all guilty of it too. Like we're on our phones a lot more than we ever used to be. You know, I remember, remember when they introduced internet on the phones, and if you hit it by accident, you had to like try and get out of it really quick before they charge you like thirty dollars for the month. Oh god, that was a wild time. Remember or, when texting was not part of your? Uh, it was uh, something else you had to get separately. Separately. I remember I got a new phone and I wanted one with a keyboard because mm-hmm. that was the thing. And I think I got one where you push it up and like you type on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I had one where you pull down and you, the keyboard. And I remember specifically going there and they're like, oh, this is only for people who, uh, who text a lot. So if you, if you text like nowadays, God, if my phone rings, why are you calling me? I don't. I rarely, <laughs> is that what you said every time your phone rings? 80% of the time. So, so, so basically we all know now, do not call Paul, everybody. If it can be a text message, just let it be a text message. I don't I'd need to talk to the person. Honestly, It depends on what it is. Like if it's something that's going to take more than a couple, if it's something that's going to be hard to type out. <laughs> so I'm just going to call you from now on. Hey, what's up? Hey, did you see that movie? <laughs> that's going to be our, our phone calls from now on. I'll kill you. I'll actually murder you. You won't have to worry about finding a house. But so I'll, you know, I, you know, in my previous, my previous employment, you know, I was a, a manager in a, in a retail store and you know, the, the, whenever the district manager would come in, they'd always be like, make sure those kids are not on their phones. Make sure those kids are not on their <laughs> That's phones. So wild. And I'm just like, those kids, those it, youngins, give it up. Like stop. Yeah. There, there's no, st- come on. It's as I put I my phone do, down. Sorry. Like, like, no, no, no. But it's like. So you try to be, you try to, I try to be like the nice boss. You're like, okay, listen, guys, I get it. You know, be, you can be on your phone, but I don't want to see you ignore a customer mm-hmm. for being on the phone. If you are doing your job and every now and then it's a downtime, you pull your phone out and you look at it, fine. We're not going to have a problem. Right. But if I see a customer around you and you're just doing with your head down, then we're, we're going to have a problem. problem. But it has gotten so so much worse now like where every store I go in I can immediately I find the people that are working there and their heads are down I know exactly what they're doing they don't acknowledge you they don't say hello they don't like you know it is just I mean it, it's scary yeah it's scary how little these people want to work mm-hmm. it really is the work ethic's very different and it, it's a two it's a double-edged sword right at one point I am very proud of current generations for standing up and be like no this isn't right mm-hmm. like you know, especially in the workplace, and we'll talk about that too, because like the workplace is its own separate entity, and it's just something that like everybody's miserable in it. Like no, nobody's happy to work. Everybody's miserable because they're not being paid enough to live. I think that's it's a, the problem. It's a combination of not getting paid enough and also a certain level of appreciation that like 
it just doesn't exist anymore. Well, that too. Like, it's everybody's bitching about inflation. I'm like, I, yeah, things are going up, but yeah, you know, our pay's not going up. Yeah. Like, you know, like we can't do anything. Workplace mental health is very different now. And I will always be an advocate of that. If you're not happy at your job, like you could try and find something else. But in all honesty, a lot of times, like I know I'm stuck in my job. There, right. There's no leaving for me. I'm not stuck in my job, but there's just nothing better. Yeah. And for me, it's uh, winning the lottery is my way out. There you go. Um, so if if suddenly we do an episode every week and it's high quality production, it's because we won the lottery. No big deal. <laughs> I already decided that if I ever won the lottery, I would build a, a brand new podcast studio on on my estate because I would have an estate, the manor, and the manor. I would just do this for fun, professionally, quote unquote. I'd have a team. Let them do the editing. Screw it. Let them do little oh, fun so you're videos. Gonna be, you're just going to be like, wipe my ass for me too, huh? Would you? No, 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 no. They, they will be competent. I will have a team. Sean, I will not forget you. Don't you're gonna worry. You're going to be like Eddie Murphy coming to America. I, I've, I, I've cleaned the royal penis, sir. Oh, God. Gross. <laughs> but yes. Anywho. So, so yes. Let, let's shift gears for a little bit. Uh, lifetime milestones. Now, for us, milestones, when, when you're growing up, you're like... As a child, you're told, hey, these are things that you need to accomplish in your life. And, you know, back in our day, you know, in the early 90s, it was, you know, you get married, you have kids, you, well, you, you go know, to school, you go to college, like all that stuff. Do you think it's different for us now? Different for us? Yeah. Or different for the kids? Well, both. Well, what do you mean different for us? Like, what do you. So my stepdad got married to his first wife at 19. Yeah. Can you imagine being married at 19 now? Yeah, I've seen multiple people do it. Really? Yeah. I would argue. We I have think, a bunch of kids from our graduating class that got married like right out of high school. I, one of them got divorced recently. I don't know if um, you saw that. I did not. No. Facebook stalking, but I'm not going to say their wow. names on here. No, because I think it's hilarious. I love the drama. <laughs> but anyway, but I arguably people are getting married later. They're moving into their own homes later. What? They're having kids later. Again, I, I'm... I'm I'm only going on what I've noticed like from kids our age. I... I tend to disagree i feel like a lot of them had kids early on i mean there are some that are just started having kids mm. you know for example our friends ronnie and brendan yeah you know just started their families you know recently you know both you and i are eventually hoping to start families of our own you know but i don't think there's anything bad about starting a family that early you may be a little too young i think that i mean it's, it's i also argue that your 20s it's are important it's a different time 20s are an important part of development. Melanie and I always say that if we had met in our 20s, we would not have clicked like we do. And we probably wouldn't have even started dating, much less gotten married. Um, yeah, you were weird in your 20s. I still weird, but like just... You were annoying. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> we had a lot of fun in our 20s. Thank you very much. Yeah. We, shut up. You shut up, you. Did you, did you see the, the old uh, post that I, I commented on? Yeah, thanks, man. That, that led to a lot of fun conversation in my house. What are you talking about? About how I only date crazy women. No, this was before your loving wife, you met her. Yeah, I know, but still. Oh, what kind of women? Like who? Like what are their names? <laughs> no, she was she was fantastic with it. But it's she also gets like you get with somebody who know who understands that like your past is your past and like especially in your 20s. I find that unless I make a major life purchase in my 20s, I'm not responsible for anything I did. Like I don't think I did anything really that bad in my twenties. So no, I'm not no. more nervous at all if anyone found out anything. I, I secretly we still think that you have a secret life that you have not told anybody about. Yeah. Like uh, Jamie from Progressive, where they go into his mansion. He's got a supermodel wife and kids. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. Sorry, I'm, I'm still because I wouldn't be hanging out with you if I did. Wow, shots fired. So speaking of uh, the next segment, mental health awareness. Now, do you think 
our generation treats mental health and mental well-being differently than previous generations? I don't know if we treat it differently. We probably were the first generation that really took notice of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because back in you know probably our parents' time, it was probably looked at as a weakness. Therapists were quacks. I don't know about I like, quacks. I like that phrase though. Mm. But I mean, no, I don't. I don't think we. I think we're the first generation that really kind of accepted it. That it's a thing that you can get fixed and you can go and talk to people about. And yeah. I mean, there's a lot of arguments <clears throat> about mental health and, and prescription medication and all that stuff. Like, you know, and we're not doctors and we're not like we're not the best subjects on this matter. But in all honesty, I think our generation started the, the at least the discussions about mental health and and doing, you know, talking to somebody or, or mm-hmm. having. And then it was this next generation is the. Sometimes the over-medicated generation. Maybe. I, I, I wouldn't... I, I really don't know. Um, all I can go on is like... I mean, I can't imagine what it's like for kids in school nowadays. Oh, my you know, God. When we were in school, you know, you were picked on and it was just buck up. You know, yeah. There's nothing we can Man do up. about it. And and then nowadays, it's like... You can't say anything. It's like, you know, a, a hate crime when you pick on somebody in school. Now that they, they really just... Yeah. Double down. I mean, you know, you, you would know more than I would. I got bullied in, in middle school a little bit. And oh, I was, I hated middle school. Middle school was a nightmare. It was not a pleasant experience. High school was much better. <clears throat> but in all honesty, I, I have weird mixed feelings about bullying. It teaches you how to stand up for yourself. It teaches you. Depends on the type of bullying. Yeah, it depends. It thoroughly depends. Like, I do not advocate, like, beating the crap out of someone for mm-hmm. no reason. Or, you know, if it's like a racial thing or something like that. Like, come on, get over it. But, like, there, the world is a terrible place. Mm-hmm. People are not nice, Ooh. and they never have been. Sean, you've worked in retail. Mm-hmm. How pleasant are people when you work in retail? People suck. People suck. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a bunch. There are great people out there, mm-hmm. and and for the most part, you treat you deal with more good people than you do with bad people. But the problem is, the bad people just suck the life out of you, and you remember them first and foremost. And, and you wish you could punch them in the face, but you can't. I know. But, you know, I, I work in a, in a job where the customer service is not always 100%. But anyway. You work in a job where customer service is... is, is Optional. It's Well, that's that's not the... I wouldn't put it that way. It's more it's being looked at so heavily now. Yes. So, and that's the other thing. Like, we live in this, this culture of wokeness and how an out-of-context tweet can ruin your life. It's it's a wild. That's why I don't tweet. I know you don't tweet. That's why I don't do any of these things. Because why would I want to put myself out there to have just someone rip me apart on something? Like, I don't I just, know. You did post on Facebook a few years ago, and then brought it back up now. Thanks a lot, man. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. Crazy women hate you. Again, you you got to stay off those Facebook memories, my friends. Well, sorry, that's all I got. Melanie's a big fan of Facebook memories. She, she's constantly well, like, half the time, every day. It's like you have a Facebook memory with so and so, and I'm like, oh, what happened on this day? And it's just. Being tagged in someone else's post. Or it's a lot of us just at the bar drinking. Pretty much. We, that did, was, that we was did do that a lot. Uh, oh, that was our thing. I miss Bull and Barrel. <clears throat> I miss it so much. Really? That's that's your the place you missed? <laughs> I think we had a lot more adventures there. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, Ronnie and... Yeah, but... This, that's still a good I, one. I, I think like South... I miss Southside. I miss Clotta. Oh, my God. I miss Cunningham's. What is Cunningham's now? Sunset Terrace no, or something? No, it's not like even that? that anymore. It's something else. No. They changed it again. No, well, Clado. Clado's not even anything anymore. Yeah, it was that Tave place, and then they and were they, they were close. serving underage. Oh, really? Is that, that why yeah, they, got they Oh, yeah, they got in a lot of trouble for that. But let's. Do you want to talk about anything fun about being in your thirties? What's something fun in your thirties that you didn't expect? Yeah, 
so I'll let you think about that. So here, you ready? I always think of Chandler Bing from Friends, mm-hmm. where he's like, I'm 29 years old, and some nights I just want to like wear sweatpants and sit in a comfy chair and watch TV and go to bed at a reasonable hour. And you know where Paul? You know Paul's been uh, taken over by his wife. He's making a Friends reference. I I, I finished all I finished all of Friends. <laughs> it was easy watching. 30 minutes done, but it's also on all the time on TBS. Mm. Yeah, I've also had a lot of time off this. <laughs> This summer it's, it's been really nice but like it's funny you look at things that when you were younger were like the the nightmare fuel like i me staying in going to bed at 10 o'clock what what is this this dark magic yeah, but now if i'm up past 10 o'clock man there's extenuating circumstances so mel and i were driving <clears throat> recently and the song shots came on by lmfao and I literally, we're listening to it, and we're, you know, we're like rocking out because it's the middle of the day, so we're not tired yet. Well, well, we're not sleepy tired. We're always tired, but you're not sleepy tired. You're only sleepy tired when you're sitting on the couch, oh. and then when you go up to bed, that sleepy tired disappears. I almost it's, didn't come here today because I sat on my couch, and I'm just like, I'm going to take a nap. I would have killed you. You're already <laughs> rescheduled on me once. But for me, it's like... Now it's the opposite. So we're listening to that song, Shots, and I, and you know, we're like, Shots, Shots. And I, I look over, I say, one day I want to bring this energy to a bar again. And she's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> but like, it, it's crazy. But, you know, there are some, some perks about being in our 30s. You know, like every once in a while we get a nice vacation. I went to, okay, sorry. <laughs> I guess Sean does not go on vacation. Well, I, I was I've been, you know, I was in Disney last year, yeah. uh, which was fun. But like you got to do it like on your own terms and all that stuff. Yeah, I was with my family. Yeah, that's still fun. I was with my girlfriends. So that was fun. We're so adults, we got to do yeah. our own thing. Yeah, how is Disney nowadays? I don't have a problem with Disney. I need to go back. I haven't been to Disney since you and I went. Wow. How long ago was that? Just 10 years. Yeah. I'd yeah. say more. Maybe more. Yeah, because I remember I gave up soda right before uh, we went <laughs> And I was debating about the butterbeer. Oh, that's right. And I, I decided to have it. And I think it was maybe like six months to a year after I stopped soda. And you couldn't, you tried like three steps and you were like, I can't do this. I know I drank most of it, but you then like I, I couldn't, I, like the last third I gave to you because right. it was just too sweet. Mm. But that's the other thing. I miss food. I miss not feeling miserable after the food I used to love so much. I don't feel miserable after eating food. Uh, well, well, here's an example. When I was in my mid-20s and I was very conscious about my health and fitness and all that stuff, I would still enjoy myself. I was able to eat an entire large pizza with a topping mm. by myself on a Friday night. Like the entire thing. Now the personal pie is just enough for me. What? When did that happen? I swear to God, if I tried to eat like a, even like a smaller medium pie, I'd probably die. I would probably not we, be alive. Uh, we got a pizza our first night. We moved in, and I think I had, I think she had three slices. I had five. Yeah. yeah. We finished the pie in one sitting, but I was, that was the most I've, I've eaten pizza-wise in one sitting in a while. Yeah. Well, Melanie's gluten-free, so we have to get two separate, so it's, it's silly for me to get like, all right, I'm going to get a small pie just for just myself. You don't believe in leftover pizza? I don't like leftover pizza. Oh, I love leftover pizza. I like cold pizza that's been sitting out for a little while. But I don't like reheating pizza. I love throwing a cold slice in the oven for about 10 minutes. Melt the cheese is just it's melted. It's never the same. Oh, no. I, I disagree. I you disagree. Know, well, I think you and I can agree on one food that should never be reheated. French fries. I agree with McDonald's that. McDonald's French fries in particular. I would never. Well, first of all, I never not finish my French fries from McDonald's. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. That's one of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when, yeah, when you get French fries from a restaurant, I actually, French fries cold is not the worst. Yeah. <sighs> It's not great, but it's not the worst. I've had McDonald's once in the last like ten to ten, fifteen years. I was about to say it's been ten years eh, since you maybe at least more yeah. since you gave and up that was, fast food. That was Ronnie's wedding. 
when oh, we that's ordered. Right. We ordered. So scratch that. All right. So <clears throat> side sidebar. We went to Ronnie's wedding, mm. and this was what two years ago now. It was a little over a year. Okay. So we were uh, we were in the, the party. It'll be two years this coming March. Yeah. We were in the party. I was I was the better man. I always say the better man because mm. his brother was one of the other best men, and mm. that's the joke. But uh, And they, you know, like typical weddings. Weddings cha- have also varied in how what oh time they happen. Weddings. I actually really liked Christina's afternoon wedding. Weddings are, I mean, that's another thing. When I used to go to as a kid was going to weddings, man. It would be like, didn't start till like 5 o'clock. And oh. You felt like it went till midnight. Because you're a kid, you're up late, you're having a good time. Your sense of time and is totally I'll, different. I'll yeah. never forget, like we, you know, your wedding, which was great, and it's ending, and I'm looking at my, I'm like, it's nine o'clock. I know. What do we do now? <laughs> I don't like, and I looked at you guys, and we're like, Cause what? Because they, they charge an extra like five grand. <laughs> yeah, no, that's adulting right yeah. there. But uh, it's funny because one thing I hate about weddings is when you do the the ceremony, and then there's a three hour turnaround. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, the worst. Especially. If it's in the same place, because you're like, well, what the hell do we do? Like, or even better, like, so for my sister's wedding, they had some, they did the church thing, and then like they had like two, three hours. Mel and I got drinks, and we went to the hotel, which was luckily right next to where the reception was. Well, that's the key. If, yeah, if, it, if it's logistics, you know, logistics are the key. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, so going back to Ronnie's wedding, we had, I think it was like a day ceremony, like an earlier day, like mm-hmm. because they did it outside. And it was great, like we and we had fun and we ate and all this stuff. But then the food was very good at that wedding. The food was very good. Christina's wedding too. Oh, and all three weddings lately. Well, Christina's them. wedding started at like ten. Remember yes. that? That and was that was the I think that was the best cocktail ever. And we had a blast afterwards. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so afterwards, like it's like nine, ten o'clock. One person, everybody's a little drunk, and I'm sure there were other things going around. I think a little the old devil's lettuce was going around, which whatever, marijuana's legal now. Who cares? So one person mentions we should Grubhub McDonald's. That was me. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. So Sean, and it wasn't even. I wasn't even aiming that at you. I was aiming that at Joe and Daniela because I both. I looked at them and I'm like, "Are you guys hungry?" Yep. So and I'm like, "I'm actually really hungry." Somehow that turned. How much money? Did we, like oh god, we like got seventy like a like hundred bucks on McDonald's. It was probably like a hundred bucks. So I, I had the app and I'm like I'm like going around to everybody. I'm like, what do you want? What do you want? Like so I sure like, I didn't order anything. Yeah. My wife though, who's feeling really adventurous at the time, she ordered like a burger, a twenty piece nugget, mm-hmm. two large fries, and I was like, you're not eating all that. She's like, I'm gonna eat all that. Fun fact, she did not eat all that, and so I was sitting there and she's sitting there. It's gonna go to waste. And I was oh, like, I I'm starving. That. I'm starving. I need to eat something. Because <laughs> that's the other thing. You know, like you have dinner at like five o'clock mm-hmm. and then now it's like 1030. And after a little bit of the old. That didn't we? T- well, not the night of your wedding, but we got pizza like the night before your wedding. Your oh, wedding. yeah. Because we went to the bar. We went to the bar and then we were like, oh, we're hungry. Well, you got hijacked by your wife and uh, your wife to be and your all her. Uh, oh, and Lauren and Lisa. Lauren yeah. And Lisa. So and I had to be like, OK, fine. I guess I'll help you, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I know you had to be in a, in a car filled with oh, no. beautiful women and, and me. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. But ironically, you know there are some there are some nice perks about being adults now. Oh no, I don't mind being an adult. I mean, it's it's you know living on your own is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you know now I'm you know obviously you know living with my girlfriend. So you know it's trying to what are you going to do when she you know because like, with my job I get up really early in the morning. Yep, so yep. Like, I also have to go to bed rather early so like you know we don't get to do much you know you know trying to find like something to watch on t- 
TV oh, yeah. is always a pain because we 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 like similar things, but you know it's like she's like, well, let's watch this. I'm like, eh, uh, no, it. you got to watch it now. Now you got to watch yeah. it. That's the way it goes. Well, hers is Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. That's like her go-to. Mine is Seinfeld. Mm, that's a good just, one. just stuff to listen. It's like white noise. You yeah, don't, you're not paying attention to it. You're just like, We've, I've seen this a million times. Yeah. I can just you know. We've listen. been just watching uh, Old <clears throat> Family Guy. Just just something to watch. Because she started a new job where now she's waking up early again. Mm. Like 6 30, 7 o'clock. So mm. that'll be nice That's for when. Not early. Well, <laughs> I, I know that. You know that. But so, That's not early, Belly. That's sleeping in. I will leave it on that note because <laughs> I'll let you deal with that. But that is going to wrap us up for today. If you guys are looking for more of our content, make sure you guys check out our website, themisfitfaction.com. You can also find more of our social medias on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. Just type in MF Uncensored or The Misfit Faction. Odds are you'll find some of our stuff. But this was fun, Sean. Mm. Slightly depressing and my back still hurts, but, you know, fun. 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 But that is going to wrap us up for today. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Sean. And we'll see you guys next time.